Hi everyone, I'm Gabby Kisters, Head of Global Marketing for SMR, and I'm here in our Latin American Conference in Mexico with my very esteemed guest, Claudia Chiaretta. She's Global Insights Director at PepsiCo International Mexico. Welcome. Thank you. So happy to be here. And thank you. It's our second day. Yep. How are you finding it so far? I mean, it's been really interesting for us. I've been talking with our PepsiCo colleagues that have been here. And so these two days, and we find, you know, very interesting content. And uh, we do sense up to date a different pace of change and integration of technology, whatever. We we sense a little bit uh, slower peaks. Oh, yeah. Of what we would have expected. So it's been interesting and so far, like, curious on how come. Yeah, that's very interesting. So this is our 25th conference in that time. And the last time we were here was four years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while since we've actually come back. So it's interesting that you read the slow pace and it's a little bit, you expected a bit of a more acceleration in some terms. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about your session as well, because you will be speaking today. And you're going to be covering PepsiCo, of course, and the usage of AI. You're going to be talking about ADA, which is a buzz right now. I've been hearing it a lot, <laughs> especially when it comes to the Congress in Amsterdam. People are actually talking about it already. So what are you going to be talking about this afternoon? Well, this afternoon, what we want to share with everybody is like the new way of working we developed a few years ago yeah. to make sure we as a company could keep pace with what's going on in the world, mm -hmm. right? We all know all these stories and numbers that, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 a lot of people, we all want it immediate stuff. We all, I mean, we all hear about that. Yeah. And our industry should follow mm -hmm. or leave that kind of pace, isn't it? So we developed ADA, which is our internal ecosystem. Uh, it's like our internal Google sort of saying. Okay. We love the name because it's uh, it's in to honor Ada Lovelace, which was the first woman, well, the first person in the world in the 1800s that actually wrote a code, an algorithm. She also happened to be Lord Byron's daughter. So it's a super cool story. So in her honor, we called it like that. But long story short, is the ecosystem where PepsiCo digests all the information we learn from people around the world. Uh, and the idea behind that is that we will get smarter every time we find out something new and different about people. Interesting, interesting. And I did read your paper and I saw that you also connected Ada with Always On. Yes. It's another toolkit that you also developed. Yes. How do they work together? Well, Ada is like the host, right? Okay. So Ada, imagine this great host that welcomes all the knowledge we have. Yeah. And always on, uh, it's a, a set of tools we have uh, built in collaboration with some uh, external research and technology partners. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind always on, it's like the way I see it is like to have a connection with the pulse of the people in the world. Okay. Right. So it's like having this connection that help us to understand what people are talking about, what's, you know, what's going on in terms of menus, but conversations, but Twitter, but Facebook, you know, everything. Yeah. And we've developed certain very cool algorithms that help us to understand when all of these conversations, for example, have, let's say three, four, 5% of vibrancy okay. behind them. We have a pretty cool algorithm that helps you to see if these conversations have the required characteristics to become something really big in one year time or something like that. 
So we can, for example, go back to our R&D team and say, hey, guys, something's going on around, I don't know, in Greece, quinoa or hemp or whatever. We should take a look at it. So we have the possibility to act in, in, for, in, in foresight for future information, which is quantified. And we, all the time, as we have this 30, 24-7 connected, yeah. you can measure how those things are becoming bigger, uh, smaller or deviating, right? So we can have this monitor or, yeah, like a compass of what's going on. That's very interesting because you're, you will be able to foresee right the upcoming trends. Right. That's what they're So, Which is the idea, right? I mean, yeah. I've been in the market research industry for many years now, and we've always been able to foresight, but mainly based on the past. Okay. And that usual, I mean, you cannot help to have a big variance there mm -hmm. with the pulse of things, the pace of change we have today. So the idea of having this always on things connected is you can be calibrating 24 seven. So as a marketer, yeah, for me, this is very interesting because I'm always looking for input of what's happening within the market that I'm operating. Right. And, and of course we do a lot of social listening. We track trending hashtags and keywords and so forth. So this sounds like an amazing, amazing tool to really be able to, like you say, track everything, listen to everything. You've come up with this um, plan for the future with the R&D. hundred percent. And understand it, digest it, mm -hmm. because it could be overwhelming, isn't it? It's too much. Yes. Too much hashtags, too much. What's going on? I mean, what, where do I put my attention, right? It's so uh, with the help of AI tools, you can, you know, cluster mm -hmm. topics, subjects, emotions, I don't know, whatever, and digest information in a very easy, you know, coherent way. That's very interesting because it's one of the debates that I hear a lot in the market research industry is the debate between data and insights. Mm -hmm. And a lot of brands that I have been spoken to have told me, we have a lot of data. Mm -hmm. Data is not a problem. We have an immense ocean of data. But the issue is what we do with this data. Right. And the process, it's... Interesting. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you can get, you know, overwhelmed, depressed, <laughs> you know, yeah. many different things. It's the way to bring this. And this also puts in the table a different set of skills we need to have, mm -hmm. isn't it? As researchers or marketeers or insights yeah. person or whatever. It's, I mean, your ability to bring data to the table, to review a questionnaire, to, you know, it's really no longer that important. It's what do I do with this? How do I categorize, select the relevant stuff? How do I do this? And I think that also challenges as professionals to make sure we can expand ourselves and get, you know, creative, savvy in different topics and drive more the, you know, the car. Besides just saying, oh, 33% blind, you need to get in and actually drive the car. Yeah. Exit. Sounds very interesting. It sounds like PepsiCo is really one step ahead of the game. Have you noticed any consumer trends and um, consumer behavior changes since you've implemented Ada and ours own? Anything significant? Well, for me in particular, what's been really, really breakthrough is you always know when you do these cool, you know, pieces of research, even social listening, whatever, it doesn't matter. You go like, oh, now I understood Jet Gen Zs, right? Or, okay. oh, now I understood whatever, whatever yeah. you had. Thanks to Ada, I just had a breakthrough I want to share with you like two weeks ago. Wow. I was with my team uh, in India looking, you know, they were uh, showing me the great work they've done around the world. Okay. I was, oh, so cool, so cool. So they showed me a very nice piece of research on Gen Zs in Pakistan. 
And it was like, oh my God, it's the same thing I saw for Latam. Wow. And that for me is like, boom. And, and you have it thanks to ADAD. Because you have this system where we ingest all the data. I can do these, you know, tete-a-tete comparisons and understand. Now, imagine the power of that for a brand. Let's say Doritos or whatever. They can go like, oh, it's the same thing. So I can, you know, capitalize, leverage, and, you know, go bolder and stronger with whatever initiative I might have. Yeah, very interesting. You spoke about Doritos, but I remember reading in your paper an activity done with Tostitos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk a bit about it. Paulina, who's right here, thanks God, <laughs> can can take you through in more detail on that one. Uh, but just to give you an overall, uh, what we did was understanding how habits inside our house, our homes yeah. changed in COVID, which was such a terrible thing. I always say, we say COVID like blah, 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 that happened. It was a huge thing and it left, you know, marks for everyone, yeah. right? course and uh, of course all our habits changed so thanks thanks to these tools we have you know a huge uh, panel of homes where we have done you know negotiations and whatever and we have cameras in the kitchens or in the living rooms or whatever so uh with ai because a human cannot do that right so with an ai we could make clusters and understand which key behaviors were beginning to grow more even and uh, so we understood, oh, okay, so people are beginning to have a um, larger amount of small informal meals rather than this, you know, big thing. So we get boom, and with the team that Paulina leads in PepsiCo, Mexico, uh, they developed a proposal for a new way of consumption of the brand, and it was huge success. But even though I, I love ethnography, I love life stories, I love that kind of research, I love it, and... I understand in, in today's world, it's almost impossible to wait for all that process to happen. And now you have these AI tools that can actually help you to get organic and to understand it as it's happening mm -hmm. in thousands of households around the world if you want. That's fascinating. A bit scary, but still very fascinating. I have a question about AI. Yeah. Because we all hear about ChatGPT. It's the new thing. People are loving it. It's being... It's, it got, millions of users within a few days helpful or destructive in your opinion oh as every social science answer it depends <laughs> it depends welcome to social sciences right it depends so much i mean this is the new kid on the block right now so exactly. there's a lot of noise around it uh what i can say is that's something i've used personally mm -hmm. i love to write whatever essays whatever yeah and uh, i'm i'm really good writing with someone else you know, I need brainstorm, and, you know, whatever. And uh, now I have ChatGPT, right? So I everybody, it's my it's my writing body. So I personally use it for that purpose. I know we have had, uh, we're already in different versions and whatever. And you know what? I think like every technology thing, it's yeah. just booming. It has a lot of noise and ideas around it. I think it's so important to understand that the humans, we are the adults in town. It's up to us to be ethical, yeah. to be careful. Uh, in PepsiCo, we have a whole team just dedicated, you know, to make sure we won't use that kind of thing right now. Yes, it's too soon, sort of saying. Uh, we have a whole team dedicated to, you know, take care of our ethics in everything that has to do with that. And that's what you need to do, because finally, you as the human, you have the power. Yeah. 
Right. Exactly. And uh, definitely we do need a lot of help from, I would say, governments and things like that to regulate this stuff. Because otherwise it's just, you know, something that could be growing without any, you know, norms around. Exactly. And it's a good point that you touched upon because it's one of the works that we're doing at SMR. Our GAPS team, which is our governance affairs teams, they are really doing hard work to work together with legislators and come up with guidelines and best practices in order to really regulate the use of ChatGPT. Yeah. Um, I love it. To be honest with you, I love it, especially when I'm creating content. It helps me. It is my my, my pen pal. It is. (laughs) But I do have to tell you something. I have a nine-year-old daughter, and it scares me to death to see what's going to happen with her education. I know what you say. Yes, it's, it scares me to death because I hear what you say. It's so easy. But you know what's very interesting now that I hear you? One of the things that Pauline and I have been talking so much the last year is in this digital era, yeah. we need to be more humans than ever. So we need to give, you know, our sons and daughters self-esteem yeah. criteria, critical thinking, you know, yes. going back to really give a lot of privilege to that human educational values, ethics, whatever, because otherwise we're like in the Lord of the Flies, right? One of my favorite books. And it's like being like that with ChatGPT. So you need to be the adult in town. Yeah. It's a very, it's it's helpful, but I can see, I can see. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent, but we are Latin American. We are in Mexico and of course I am Brazilian, so I'm very close to the Latino community and it's in my heart and it's ingrained with me. So I do want to talk about the trends, especially in market research and how we are here in Latin America and how do you see it developing as well? Okay, so I have two different stories to share with you, right? So the first one has to be with my personal friends, my circle, I've been around 30 years in the industry, so I know a lot of people in the industry. And what I see overall is everybody is scared. There's a great book that's called The Digital Mindset. Okay. And it's a book that just talks about, you know, these two guys that I forgot their names, but they're doing a lot of interviews with CEOs and whatever. And the like, conclusion is everybody's scared. Everybody's scared, right? And everybody needs to get into this. But we're all like, oh my God, how do I do this? Right. So that's one of the things. So. In, in my community, I sense that. So I see people trying to read a bit, but not really wanting to own it and to drive the conversation in their companies, right? Sure. So that's what I see from the circle of personal friends I have in the industry. Uh, PepsiCo, I have to say, I've seen a different story. Mm-hmm. I've seen the LATAM team actually driving things faster than other countries. Okay. Right. And I think that's one of the benefits we have, and it's a blessing to be in a global company where you can access ADA, honestly. Yeah. Because you can see from your house in Mexico City or wherever you want to live, Brazil, Chile, wherever, what's going on in the world. So people feel empowered at the moment, mm-hmm. right? And they go like, okay, I want to drive it. I, I'm going to do this, whatever. So the Latin American team in PepsiCo, it's driving things faster than many other wow. regions. So that's what I have to say. And I do think ADA has worked as an empowerment tool for the professionals to do that. Now, not everybody has an ADA, right? Um, And everybody's scared, according to this book. So uh, I think we are in this tipping point where we need to understand that our roles have changed and my job description will never be the same. But even that last year, it will not be the same. 
or you will be outdated in a couple of years time. That's very, very interesting. It's a unique perspective and it's great for you to use both sides of the coin. I see it as an accelerated market, mm -hmm. honestly, um, especially in Brazil. It's a huge, huge market for market research in the insights industry, huge, huge. So it's, it makes me proud. Mm -hmm. you know, it makes me proud that it's such an accelerated market, but great to see your perspective. I am looking forward to a session. No, I thank Feed you. Through. I assume you're going to get a lot of questions. That's a very engaged crowd in there. Mm -hmm. So prepare yourself. But it was really lovely meeting you and speaking to you. Well, I think you're a privilege to be here. Thank you. For those of you at home, don't forget that we are live streaming everything, including her session that's going to be at 3.30 today. And thank you so much. Claudia. Thank you. Yes. Our Global Insights Director, PepsiCo International. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you everyone. Thank you.